You're now tuned to LiveWire Sports and Entertainment Podcast, where we cover the Washington Commanders, Miami Hurricanes, Chicago Bulls, and every breaking news inside the world of sports. What's good? What's good? What's good? Welcome to another LiveWire Sports Update, and I'm back at you with another one. All right, we're going to get right into it. No time to waste. Um, Yesterday kicks out the first week of college football, and yes, you're truly... Um, my Miami Hurricanes, yo, my Miami Hurricanes, um, play Bethune Cookman, which, um, was a pretty exciting game for the most part. Um, Miami ran away with it, um, seven, 70 to 13 at the most. Um, we didn't see a lot of quarterback play for Tyler Van Dyke, but he did make some strides, you know, especially with the Heisman Canada, uh, with the Heisman season starting out. Um, because, you know, he's one of the ones that's mentioned for Heisman along with CJ Stroud, um, Bryce Young and all of them guys. Um the game was very entertaining. On most part the offense did a lot. I mean they ran the ball pretty effectively than we expected it to be. Um, they didn't really have to pass the ball that much where Strippo was the leading receiver for the um, squad. You know, he had like 100 yards receiving. Um, um, Tyler Bennett was 13 for 16 for 193 and two touchdowns, which he could have easily had probably 300 yards and six touchdowns or five touchdowns in this game. But there goes to show of what this team has become under John Gattis, a more balanced offensive team. Play action, run the ball, be effective. And I think this will help Miami in the long run because not the same way they was a year ago where they was their run, but then their pass. And then when you can throw different running backs at a team and wear them down, it really opens up your play action pass um, <coughs> down the field. It really helps that. Um, Paris Jr., he had 14 attempts for 108 yards and three touchdowns. Like I said, Recepro um, had five receptions for 100 yards and a touchdown. So this is where this is where Miami showed up. They showed a lot. They showed a lot of balance. Showed a lot of balance. Even Jake Garcia was able to get in the game. He was a perfect eight for eight, um, and he he had 107 yards passing yesterday. Um, Franklin, um, the other um, the other halfback, he had nine attempts for 78 yards and two touchdowns. Miami. Um, Weldon had another touchdown. Pete D. Perry had another touchdown. He had five for 41, five for 31. So pretty much Miami had a total of five, six, seven touchdowns on the ground yesterday. Something that I think was is really good to show. Really, really good to show. Um, Latson, he only had 30, 33 yards on two receptions. Um, Redding only had 31 yards for two receptions. B. Smith, 31 yards, two receptions. So pretty much 
If you total all of that up, there was over 200, 300 yards passing yesterday between both quarterbacks. Um, they did a lot of things that that needed to do, which from the offense was rightfully so, which from the offense. But it really came down to defensively that um, now the defense didn't play as bad, but they have a lot to clean up. And Mario Cristobal really um, – he actually really expressed that in the game yesterday. He really expressed how he, this team needs to not celebrate, not get big big penalties. Because even though they got an interception, they turn around, turn around and got um, um, Cameron Kitchens turned around and got a flag for it. You know what I'm saying? So these are the bone head plays that we you. Can't, we was accustomed to seeing last year with Manny Diaz. We can't go into that. You know what I'm saying? Um, there was a lot of defensive breakdown, um, missed tackles here and there. Um, there was a lot. Um, what thing I I noticed the most when Miami will blitz on one side and they have to come across the field and there's no containment for the quarterback when he's when he's running the ball. Now there was a play early late in the game that where the quarterback from Bethune when they had blitz came around from both sides and he stepped up and then they was able to get him. The main thing is don't use so much of your blitz from one side, use it from both sides. Make the quarterback step up in the pocket to where the, when the pocket collapse, you can easily get a sack on him or have some, or have a linebacker spy him. When you do that, you give up so you give up so many yardage to the to the offense where it makes you look bad. Um, there was one fumble mishap between Tyler Van Dyke and backup center Jonathan Dennis, which. Um, cause they got the ball off the kickoff. They ran it back, got in field, um, good, um, field position, almost in scoring territory. Um, a play later, then they, the exchange was a fumble. Um, like I said, defensively, they got to get better, miss tackles, breakdown and pass coverage. Um, cause Bethune used a speedy quarterback to break down them. And this is something Miami going to have to show for later on in the season. Now, because you're going to end up playing teams that have running quarterbacks. And these are the things that you're going to have to, you're going to have to contain from both sides and keep the quarterback in the pocket. Force him up in the pocket to pressure on him to get the sack. Um, I think they'll get better as the season goes because I don't think Mario Cristobal is going to allow that to continue to happen. Because if it does, they have I think they have enough talent on this team that they could switch out. <sighs> Excuse me, guys. Um, like Mario said, you gotta knock that out. Rules are rules. We don't play football on our own terms. We play football terms. Cam is a great person great player and a great leader and he got excited and caught up in the moment exactly um now the defense was a little bit better not saying it was great but it was a little bit better it was good to see that they they made sure that they did everything they needed to do 
um, because as so many times that we have seen in the Manny Diaz era, we the the team really had um, not been disciplined. You know, last year we saw them on the sideline joking and playing and whatnot. You know, what I'm saying, but Thune Cookman is an HBU school, very talented, got young talent down there and everything. And it's great to see that these young athletes from the other team was able to show what they could do. Now, Miami just had trouble stopping the quarterback, and which, you know, is something that Miami going to have to continue to work on game from game because in two weeks they had Texas A&M. There ain't no time to be, like, playing. Now, Texas A&M didn't play as great yesterday either. But I think Miami is good enough of a team that they could go into Texas and beat them. They just got to clean up stuff. And I think this that game is going to be a really test for Miami. And this is one of them games. That's going to be one of the games that Miami is going to have to – that's when that balanced offense is going to have to really showcase. Miami got a lot, a lot of running backs that they could throw at Texas A&M. They don't have to put Tyler Van Dyke into a passing situation. As long as they can run the ball and get four or five yards, then use – because Miami got a bunch of tight ends. They got a bunch of tight ends that they can utilize in the game. You know what I'm saying? So, but that's in three – that's in two weeks, but we still talking about this game right here. The Wildcats have six passing plays over 20 yards or more against Miami. You know what I'm saying? Um, DJ Ivory, I mean – he got to get better, or or he's a fifth-year cornerback, but I suspect Crystal Ball to make a change with him or if he's not playing well, especially in the next game. DJ Ivory, like I said, DJ Ivory was among a couple of defensive backs who had a bang angle on a, 20, a third and 23. That was bad. Third and 23, and you give up a first down. Um, but then when Cookman converted on it, Ivory then again um, had a receiver break free of his tackle and picked up 28 yards on the, to move the ball inside the red zone moments later. Keontae Smith kept his eyes on the quarterback and not on his assignment, running back um, Kreshawn Bird on a 34-yard touchdown pass in the second quarter. Top cornerback Tyreek Stevens got beat on a third down on a 44-yard um, from Jalen Jones to Marcus Riley um, completion. And Kitchens went for the ball instead of the tackle on what was a 40-yard completion late, later in a half. So these are the things that Miami needs to work on, on defensively. I think the offense is, is going to be fine. The defense is going to be the issue where they're going to have to continue to step up. They're going to have to continue to grow. They're going to have to continue to play together. And Mario Cristobal is not going to be um, happy until this team play perfectly. Um, Miami's run defense, meanwhile, basically held Bazoom to an average of 1.8 yards per carry and 26 run attempts. Three quarterback scramble was... Responsible for 45 yards of the Wildcats rushing yards. The run defense is great. The pass defense, not so much. If they could, if Miami locks down on that pass defense, shuts them down, they're going to be a hard team to play against. 
they're going to be a hard team to compare for because their defense, and it's just going to be a matter of time before their defense um, comes completely as a whole. So that is my recap for this game, for the first game of last week. It's not, I'm not going to spend too much time talking about it or anything like that. I just think Miami's pass defense got to get better. The run defense is great. The pass defense are better. Do want to see a little bit more from the offense. Passing-wise, keep it balanced in the running game. Did look good. Um, hopefully, uh, Rooster gets to come back sometime soon. And then we have more weapons for the offense. But until then, continue to like, comment, subscribe. And we'll talk to you the next time. Go you.